Welcome to Financial Modelers Corner, where we discuss the art and science of financial modeling with your host, Paul Barnhurst. Financial Modelers Corner is sponsored by Financial Modeling Institute. Welcome to Financial Modelers Corner. I am your host, Paul Barnhurst. This is a brand new podcast where we talk all about the art and science of financial modeling with distinguished financial modelers from around the globe. The Financial Modelers Podcast is brought to you by Financial Modeling Institute. FMI offers the most respected accreditations in financial modeling. This week, we have another special episode for you. This is part two of the Financial Modeling World Cup and the Microsoft Excel Collegiate Challenge. This week, we're going to start off with a brief clip by Andrew Nye, just sharing how amazing it was to look out at the facility, the arena, the HyperX Arena in Vegas, and realize that you know this was his hobby, something that started as a hobby, him getting to compete and it being on ESPN. Then we'll be followed by Andrew Grigorovich, who is the founder of the Financial Modeling World Cup. And he talks about how it fulfilled a dream of his to talk about that. So that will be uh, clip two. We'll go ahead and roll those two clips and then we'll go from there. What does it feel like to be in an arena like this? It's uh, crazy. (laughs) Yeah, did you ever think you'd be doing this? No, never. I bet. Yeah, I guess it's all just exploded so quickly in the last few years. A few years ago, it was just like a little hobby, and now it's in Vegas. So Pretty, pretty excited, cool. though? Yeah. Good. I have here with me Andrew. He's coming to us from Latvia. He is the uh, CEO of the Financial Modeling World Cup. He uh, just hosted last month in December the event in Vegas. And first, we'd like to start. Can you tell our audience a little bit about the event and how it went? Thank you, Paul. Thank you for the invitation. I would say that uh, it really felt that the event went extremely well. People adored the, the arena. The energy was great there. So the viewers, the spectators were excited by the skills of the Excel pros who qualified through many, many rounds of uh, qualification so that we have uh, those 16 top pros in the world, top Excel users in the world uh, on stage. And uh, that was uh, an, exciting, an exciting arena. That was uh, an exciting event. Uh, and uh, also what I liked a lot was the friendship between the players. So we had a technical glitch that, uh, you know, the guy, the, the last year's champion was eliminated in the semifinal while he had not, well, we didn't really have to do that to him. And then like, really, it was not him asking us like, come on guys, like, how can I get back? It was the other players coming uh, and saying like, okay, like that, that's, we need to think of something. Andrew needs to continue his play, although he was a really strong competitor and eventually won the the tournament. Uh, so the friendship of the players, that's just amazing. After that, after the event, I think like that was a whole lot of, uh, I wouldn't say even partying, but just, you know, hanging around and uh, communicating with each other and uh, joys, laugh, laugh, laughing on different things. So that was really, really amazing. Next year, I really recommend everyone to come to Vegas because the event's going to be much bigger. 
That's exciting. I know there was there definitely was a lot of camaraderie, and you know I think everybody handled themselves really, really well. I was impressed with the uh, participants, and you know, I got a little clip of Andrew where he was, you know, it was when he's one of the first times kind of seeing the arena, and he's just staring down at it, and was kind of talking about almost kind of like how it was just amazing to this Andrew and I that one to to see all this, right? To be be here is like this was just kind of a hobby and now here I am in Vegas it's like I'm like did you ever imagine this and he's like no and so I know he was kind of awestruck a little bit with just the size of the whole event and I think a lot of people were so it was really exciting to kind of watch and you know what was it like for you personally to have something that you've worked so hard on featured in a gaming arena right right there in Vegas being on ESPN what was that like for you personally that was the dream come true. Just like as a, just like I mentioned in my uh, opening keynote remark, right there on the stage, that that was exactly the moment that the thing that I was dreaming of, uh, probably since back in 2016, when uh, it was uh, me as a player in a different tournament, and uh, thinking of like it could it could be nice to be in the finals where we have you know like an arena and uh, viewers and all the fans and all this, you know, outside uh, features. Little by little, that came to a specific idea, specific arena, specific uh, vision. And a couple of years, here we are. (laughs) So That's great. I appreciate that. I'm curious, where did your love for Excel come from? What made you so passionate about Excel to to do all this? I mean, like uh, my first job uh, and my next couple of jobs were all uh, connected <laughs> with uh, financial <laughs> financial analysis and financial modeling and Excel. That's basically the the instrument for that. And uh, that, like back in the days, I was uh, you know Excel. I was the first software I was opening uh, on my computer, even before emails, even before internet, even before like anything. And uh, that was the last one I was closing. So really, lots of hours working in Excel, getting more proficient, learning new, new tricks, and so on. So, uh, And then I learned about the model of about the tournament that uh, took place in, since 2012 to 2019 and uh, took part, made finals twice. So really felt myself uh, equal to the other top pros in the world. That's cool. What was it like the first time you competed? Well, the first time that that was like online, it was an annual tournament. Uh, so that was 2013. I've learned about that. Well, solved some some questions, so solved, solved some cases. You know, like solved uh, maybe half of the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised to learn that I was within the top 100. So the uh, in the results, that was kind of motivation for me to continue. The first time in the finals was in London, 2016. Again, like as as I mentioned, I really loved the event that the guys put there uh, what i was uh, lacking was the viewers so we basically the whole event was taking place in the uh, conference room at microsoft's office building different definitely a different experience versus the arena in Vegas. but i really love the brotherhood the friendship between the players and this is something that uh, keeps coming from back from the, these days so you know next question is if somebody's listening to this episode you know most of the people who listen obviously have a strong interest in financial modeling, given, you know, the name of the podcast and our guests, if they're uh, considering participating, what would you tell them are the benefits or why should they do it? Our slogan is the learn, train, compete for for the financial modeling World Cup. Besides uh, all those, you know, rankings and besides being able to become like the best in the world, I would say that uh, for 
any participant, even whoever comes uh, just for fun or just for the sake of uh, trying out, learning new things, that's uh, a very important thing because you're going to be given some challenges uh, that might, you might not be meeting in your daily job. And then you will be given also the uh, sol solution models. So you will also be shown how to better or like one of the possible correct ways to solve them. So it's a great and a fun way to learn financial modeling, to master Excel, to master new things. Uh, that was the way I was learning myself because again, back in the model of days, uh, they didn't have uh, solution models, by the way, but uh, by the even by the problems they were posing, I was able to master some new things or new industries that were not really relevant to Latvia. Like we're a Nordic country, we don't have too much sun here and... Uh, like, uh, for example, but I was modeling solar energy projects uh, thanks to model of back in the days. So that helped me to expand uh, the knowledge. And that's, again, the, that, that, that's something that people could really get uh, as one of the main outcomes, main benefits from, from Financial Modeling World Cup. Learning in a fun way, because it's really fun. And uh, if you're considering getting some... Uh, exams, for example, uh, financial modeling exams like AFM or CFM, then again, that's a great way to check how you're doing under pressure, under time pressure. That's one of the best ways to, to train to the exams. So that's the train aspect. And if you're very good, then you can really become even better by referring yourself or comparing yourself to the best ones in the world and to see what, what is this that you're lacking to be as good as, as they are. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. So, you know, last question here before we let you go. If somebody wants to learn more about, you know, Financial Modeling World Cup or participate, where should they go? Our website, fmworldcup.com. And uh, there we get all the uh, answers for any of your questions. Or just shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Uh, come find me on LinkedIn, Andrew Greek. Great. Well, thank you for joining us for a few minutes. And Thank you for letting me be a part of the event in Vegas. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Paul. And uh, thank you for the invitation. It was great having you in Vegas, by the way. I really, really enjoyed uh, your way of listening to all the uh, lectures and uh, recording them. Really, it was it was a great one. And I really love that we met in person there. Vegas, is, that's a great place for keeping in touch with your fellow modelers, with, inside the industry with uh, Excel gurus and to get new friends, new acquaintances, new business partnerships, and so on and so on. So that's really a place to be. Totally agree. I made some, uh, I made a potential business partnership out of it and just great relationships, met people that I'd talked to, but hadn't seen. So it was a great, just from a networking standpoint, it was, it was worth the trip. So and again, this year we're upgrading the format so that we're really bringing in more people. We're going to put the format so that more people will feel the benefit to come there. So probably more of our players will not be postponing the uh, the decision for until the very final day. But they will, we're going to encourage everyone to come to Vegas, sign up, uh, take part. And it's really going to be even much, much bigger networking opportunity this time. Great. No, thank, thank you for sharing that. That's exciting. Thanks for your time. We just listened to two great clips from Andrew Nye and Andrew Gregorovich, where he shares how he fulfilled his dream. I think for both of them, it was a dream seeing the competition in Vegas at the HyperX Arena. 
Next, we're going to go back to the Microsoft Excel Collegiate Challenge and interview a couple more faculty who share why they had their students participate, why they're such big fans of Excel, why they teach it at their university. So we're going to hear Paul Wagner. He was a professor at NAU University and had a student compete. And then we're going to have Sarah from the University of Central Florida. So those will be our next two guests. Really excited for you to get to hear them talk about their passion of Excel, how their students learned, and how it benefited them. So I'm here with Paul Wagner. Paul, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Paul. So what brought you here to the uh, Microsoft Excel Collegiate Championship? I am a faculty member in the information systems area at Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff, Arizona. And we were invited to uh, bring some students down to try to compete in the challenge. How did the students, when they first heard about it, were they pretty excited about it? Was it easy to get students to sign up or what was that like? They were. We were actually sort of late invitees. Even at that late date, we had several students jump at the opportunity. Uh, we had a, a team of three lined up to come down. One of them got COVID at the last minute. And so now we're a, a, a small but hopefully mighty <laughs> team of two. Not much you can do when that happens. Right. COVID strikes, right? Exactly. So cool. So what has the experience been like for the students practicing? Like, how, how have you seen maybe, you know, their skills improve? Or how has that helped them, you know, kind of prepare for the workplace? Right. As I said, we were sort of late to the game. So, sure. so we did the practice not at the same time that everybody else was doing yeah. it, but they did work through some of those. Most of the challenges are sort of financial based. Yep. Uh, I'm coming from an information systems student. Sure. And so, so some of the concepts were a little bit new to them. Some of the, the angles in Excel, you know, are a little bit different coming from an IS point of view as opposed to a finance yep. point of view. Uh, and so it's been a real learning experience for them so far. And uh, they know that this is going to be a challenge a little bit outside their normal comfort zone, but they're really looking forward to the challenge. Great. And is this something you plan on bringing the students again to next year? You Absolutely. Find a good, rewarding. Yes. And so we're hoping that uh, we can we can find students who are interested for next year and um, use this really as a learning experience this year uh, so that our students can come back and maybe it'll be the same students trying to again next year or maybe these students can talk it up for, for students who are also interested for next year. Sure, that makes sense. And so another question for you, what do you think it's allowed Excel to stay so relevant all these years, right? It's basically 40 years old now, just about, and That's been right. around forever, but yet it's still the dominant tool. If someone needs to do ad hoc analysis, if someone wants to do modeling, you know, vast majority turn to Excel. Why do you think it's become so ubiquitous and been able to stay so long? I think it is because of what I tell my students all the time, which is Excel exists to make your life easier. Right. If you want to create a batch of commands, for instance, if you're uh, coming from the IS area, mm -hmm. um, I might need to run a, the similar command a bunch of different times. And instead of trying to script it out some other way, I can pop it into Excel and, and have instantly a thousand commands that I need to run. And it just Excel is powerful enough and yet flexible enough that it applies to almost any career you go into. Uh, it, it really can make your life easier. And that's, that's what I, I preach to my students. One of my favorite classes that I teach is a, a class for non-information system students, students who, who are in very non-technical careers. And sure. so part of my job is to convince them Excel is going to make your life easier. If you get good at Excel, Excel is going to make you better at your job. Uh, and so that is, that's one of my favorite classes to teach. Just, and just seeing sort of eyes open, oh, you can do that in Excel. I know talk, exactly what you're talking about. I teach Excel and 
you know, one of the things they teach often is dynamic arrays and they just light up. You show them unique. It's like, how did you used to do it? Well, I went over here, clicked, removed, you know, copied the list over, removed duplicates. And then when something new was added, I did it again. And like, you could just write, it's dynamic. That automatically resizes, put it in a table. It's just, the, you know, the light bulb goes on. It's like, oh, I could use this here. It's great to see. I'm totally with you on that. So last question we have here before we let you go. What's your favorite thing about Excel? What do you, what do you like best? Do you have a favorite function or feature? Oh. Boy, there's so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a hard question. Yeah. Let me start with my favorite thing about Excel. Okay, that will work too. And my favorite thing about Excel is that uh, just its power at and its speed at calculating a huge number of formulas, functions, whatever, in a tiny fraction of time, uh, tiny amount of time. The, uh, and an example that I give my students is that in the grade book for one of my classes, there are around 100 gradebook columns, around 300 students. So total in this worksheet, there's about 30,000 formulas. And as we know, anytime any one value updates in Excel, Excel recalculates all 30,000 formulas. And so to, to show students how that works just in the blink of an eye when any one thing changes is really pretty fun. And so that's, uh, that's really what I enjoy uh, about Excel. Great, I love that. And uh, appreciate your time today. Paul, and just joining me for a few minutes and wish your students good luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Paul. So, Sarah, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day. Absolutely. So what brought you here to the Microsoft Excel Collegiate Championship? So David and our dean at University of Central Florida, Paul Jarley, did a podcast together where he learned about this competition um, and wanted to get UCF involved. So I coordinate the certification exams for Excel for the university. We have about 2,000 students that graduate each semester. And he wanted to have all the students, all 2,000 per year, have the opportunity to gain more Excel skills mm -hmm. um, because his advisory board is telling him that the company's hiring graduates want firmer skills with Excel. Sure. So when he heard about this opportunity, he saw it as another way to enhance some of those skills and get us more involved. So he asked me to bring a team out, and here we are. Oh, great. So how many students did you bring out? We brought three. Three. And are they doing the team or the individual competition? They're doing the team. So the three of them are working together. together. And they're on case number two right now. They are right now. Have you had a chance to talk to them at all? Very briefly in between the two. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably a little stressed, little I'm bit, guessing. A little bit. Is this the first year you've done this then? This is. Do so you plan on coming again? Definitely. Good. And how have the students liked the experience overall? I know you did dinner last night and they've got to meet other students. They're what have they said so far? They're pretty excited about having the opportunity to travel, first of all. Sure. Um, Florida, Arizona is it, a big, big trip. It is. But they're excited to meet other people, meet some of the sponsors, and they're excited to have an opportunity to enhance their skills, like for employers, um, mm -hmm. as they're looking for jobs after graduation, they see a way to stand out. So how have you seen the students grow preparing for this? Like, have you seen a big change in their Excel skills or kind of what's been your experience watching them? We had a very short turnaround here. So we actually got involved in September. I know a lot sure. of the other colleges and universities have started like in April. So we only had a few months to prepare, but I was very impressed with their dedication in practicing. I was like, you know, if you can devote, you know, eight to 10 hours here and there to do some of these practice rounds, that'd be great. But I mean, a couple of them really dug in um, and spent a lot of time practicing. You know, it's amazing. If you enjoy, if you enjoy Excel, you can spend a lot of time in it. I know I've got myself deep a few times yep, to get yep. down those rabbit holes. And so what is it that you love about Excel? 
I love that you can use the functions to do solve so many different issues. In the class that I teach, we use a lot of linear, nonlinear programming. So we use Solver, we use some of the data analytics tool pack, um, and just seeing how you can get to the same answer from multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like solving a puzzle um, yeah. to figure out you know, what's going to work best and work fastest and be the most efficient. Yeah, you can put the outside together first. You can start at the yep. bottom and work up, work in. You know, yeah, Excel, as I always say, there's usually at least five ways to solve something. Exactly. Sometimes more. It's like, you know, people are like, well, what lookup function do you use? Like, well, which one meets your needs? And <laughs> exactly. what, when did you learn? Did you learn in the 90s? Did you learn yesterday? Exactly. Because like, you know, one of the students I had, oh, my favorite is XLOOKUP. I rarely get that answer because I'm usually talking to people that have been working in Excel for 20, 30 years. Right. And so it's just interesting to see how different it is, how excited they were. And so next question, what's your favorite like function or feature? Do you have a favorite specific thing about Excel? If you had to pick one. I know it's like picking kids. but I, I mean, a solver. I love Sol- solver. You're a big solver. I am. I've got that one before. I remember I had a guy on the podcast where he's like, I ran around the office telling everybody, look, Solver. And they're looking at him like, okay, so what is it about Solver you like? I like using Solver and Solver table um, because that way we can set up, I do a lot of um, case-based problems. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can set up the case, you know, figure out what constraints are there, what the objective is, and try to maximize or minimize, you know, if they're trying to, you know, figure out profit or minimize cost, whatever it might be. And it, you know, magically spits out the answer. But then using solver table, we can run multiple different scenarios in a matter of seconds to say, like, if we want to change one of the constraints by two, four, 10, 20, whatever it might be, and get those answers immediately for them. And so I'll ask if someone's listening to this and they're not familiar with solver, solver table, do you have a great resource for them to go to or a way to learn that you would recommend? Solver.com is actually where I send students okay. if they're having issues directly. But um, YouTube has tons of different tutorials and whatnot. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you can pretty much find it all out there. Yeah. For my course, I have my own videos that I've created, but... Sure, well, that's yeah. great. So is that an online course you teach or is it... It's a hybrid course. Hybrid. So um, at UCF, we have these real courses, Relevant Engaged Active Learning. Um, and since we're such a large college and everyone, these are the core classes. So everyone, every major has to take these courses. We have enrollment cast of 1,200 per semester. Um, so in order to make that functional, uh, we have to do the hybrid method where they do a lot of learning through Canvas, the LMS. Sure. And then they come in for five or six of these active learning labs where they sit at tables together in groups of six or seven. And we give them different problems to work on with myself and the TA circulating and helping them with questions and whatnot. Well, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to chat with me. And I wish your students the best of luck. I hope they uh, have a memorable experience and do as best they can. Thank you very much. In today's business world, financial modeling skills are more important than ever. With Financial Modeling Institute's Advanced Financial Modeler Accreditation Program, you can become recognized as an expert in the field by validating your financial modeling skills. Join the Financial Modeling Institute's community of top financial modelers, gain access to extensive learning resources, and attain the prestigious Advanced Financial Modeler Accreditation. Visit www.fminstitute.com backslash podcast and use code podcast to save 15% when you register. This next part of the interview is going to be the students. So we've heard from the faculty, we've heard from the founder, 
Now we're going to hear from a number of different students. This section I'm really excited about. We're going to start with two U of A students, Tess and Spencer. They came in first in the team competition. They're going to share some of their experiences, favorite Excel formulas. They'll be followed by Cameron. This is a really fun clip. The audio may not be great for it in that we are right in the arena as I'm talking to him. And he was from the University of Florida. They competed, and I believe they came in fourth in the team competition. May have been third, but they competed in the finals. Yeah, they came in third. And then we have uh, Daniel, a Northern Arizona student who competed. And then Michaela and Carson, two U of A students, who just talk a little bit about why they were helping out with the contest, why they're such big fans of Excel and financial modeling. And then we'll have the U Utah Valley University, three students join us. They came in fourth place. And what's interesting is they tied for third had the exact same score as the third place, and they had to go to the uh, rules to figure out how they break a tie. So they did great. We're going to hear from three students there. And that will conclude the student section. I'll come back and we'll have a brief conclusion. But first, we'll go ahead and roll those clips. You'll get to hear from U of A, Cameron from the University of Florida, Daniel from NAU, Michaela and Carson from U of A, and then the Utah Valley University team that competed. Today, I'm here with Tess and Spencer. Tess and Spencer just uh, two weeks ago competed at the Microsoft Excel Collegiate Championship in the team competition for the University of Arizona. And just really excited to chat with them here for a few minutes. So Tess, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks. Spencer, welcome. Thank you. So why don't we start with, we'll start with you, Tess. Could you maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're studying at school, how you ended up at the U of A? Yeah, sure. So I'm originally from the Bay Area of California, but I'm here at the University of Arizona studying finance. I'm a sophomore right now. I got involved with the MECC through the Financial Modeling Club and a Wall Street prep program we have here at U of A. I met David Brown, one of the people that runs the competition, and he encouraged me to go out for the team, do the preliminary rounds. And somehow I made it all the way and was lucky enough to compete a couple of weeks ago. Great. Thanks for sharing that, Tess. And how about yourself, Spencer? My name's Spencer Angel. I'm originally from Salina, Kansas, which is a small grain milling town in north central Kansas. And I uh, came to the U of A because of certain finance programs that are available. I'm currently a junior studying finance and joined the Wall Street Scholars Program to hopefully break into investment banking. And uh, there I met our wonderful director named Parthena McGunn who competed as a individual competitor in the MECC uh, just two weeks ago, same event. Uh, and she encouraged me to join our financial modeling club, was connected to David Brown through that. And I guess it's history since then, love financial modeling and was uh, really happy to compete. So what is it you love about financial modeling, Spencer? What is it that makes you like to do it? I think it is the problem solving aspect. I, I enjoy problem solving in, I guess, any field and being able to build uh, a skill, like a tangible skill like Excel, while also doing problem solving that sort of activates my neurons and lets me have a good time. It, it's a great combination of that, you know, professional development and fun through problem solving. Great. I love that. And you mentioned you want to do investment banking when you're done. Is that the current plan? Yes, that is the current plan. Great. And how about yourself, Tess? Uh, what got you involved in it? 
Um, same thing as Spencer. I'm a part of the Wall Street Scholars Program. And then through that, joined the Financial Modeling Club, met Parthena and David Brown, and got encouraged to go out for the competition. So Great. And what do you hope to do after school? Are you gonna you want to do investment banking as well or Yes, that is the current plan. Spencer's a year ahead of me, so he's already gone through recruiting, but I'm planning to start recruiting in the spring, hopefully get a job on Wall Street. Great. And I know that's a very common path for finance students. You know, I considered investment banking went the corporate finance route, but totally, you know, no, a lot of students like to do that. And it's a great, great place to get some good experience. So, you know, two weeks ago, you guys won the competition for the team competition. Congratulations on that. Um, Why don't we start with Spencer here? Maybe just talk a little bit of what the experience was like, you know, competing against other teams and kind of winning. Just share a little bit of your experience of the actual event. It was really fun. You know, uh, Tess and then Ashley, who's unfortunately not able to be here. She's in Shanghai right now. I'll say I feel for her, but actually it sounds fun. So (laughs) sounds really fun. Yeah. Um, We had uh, been preparing several weeks in advance, kind of knew uh, where each other's strengths lie. So in those first two rounds, right, you get a esports case and then a more financial oriented case. So we had sort of figured out Ashley and Tess take the esports cases. I take the financial modeling one. And we were able to see great success in the first couple of rounds. It was really fun. Got to listen to some great speakers in between the first rounds and the final rounds, which was super interesting. And able to meet a lot of uh, great people with uh, sort of shared interests in financial modeling. Uh, And then, yeah, ended up uh, getting to the finals, competed there, and everything went as planned, I guess, because came out on top. So so I'm curious. I'm going to ask a question here. You mentioned there were some great speakers I know, and just so our audience knows, the speakers they had in between the sessions, they had a guy by the name of Craig Hatmaker. I had him on my podcast earlier this year, and we talked about dynamic arrays and lambdas. So I know he talked about 5G. And just so our audience knows, 5G is something he's working on to really take dynamic arrays and build components that makes modeling easier. You know, big examples are corkscrews, right? If you're doing a depreciation and it's a repeat schedule, you can't really do that with the dynamic array, right? That's one of the things that, but you can do it if you know how to build a Lambda. And so what was your take on that, Spencer? Had you seen anything like that before? I had not. I've seen Professor Brown, David Brown, do a lot of crazy stuff, even with Lambdas. But that, uh, yeah, that 5G throwing in the depreciation schedule with all different you know, models of depreciation, just being able to, in like 20 seconds, have a dynamic array that can switch between all of that. It's crazy. And I don't know how to do it, but I want to learn. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, and and his goal with it is really to make it so you don't have to know how the background works, right? You have to know to be enter the right assumptions and validate that the answer is right, but you don't actually have to know the coding, which is nice for a lot of people. Because I'd say most people don't want to code. Some do. But, you know, most finance people aren't coders by nature, unless you count Excel functions as coding, which some people do. What was your take of the event, Tess, your kind of thoughts and how you saw it? Definitely same experience. I really enjoyed the first rounds because we got to interact a little bit more with the other teams. I think there were eight teams in the morning rounds. We were able Mm -hmm. to talk in between because there were two preliminaries. We got to talk about the rounds, see where other people struggled and where we struggled and compare that. And then... Guest speakers were phenomenal. As you said, I'm really looking forward to the 5G stuff. I think that could save a ton of time 
going into the real world. So I hope to be able to learn it, utilize it in my day to day. And then the finals went really well in the end, but it was definitely challenging case and we worked through it together, but it was not easy. Yeah, I, I bet. And I'm going to ask you a little bit about what the case was on, but I'll you know encourage anyone who's listening to this, if they haven't listened, we did a whole episode earlier about 5G and dynamic arrays. I think it was episode, I think it's seven of Financial Modeler's Corner. So if either of you haven't listened, I really encourage you to get to listen to it because there's some really good conversations some, from some world-class modelers, and not just 5G, but dynamic arrays in general and how they will change modeling over time. You know, anyone who's used them, Think how much it easier it is to audit if you have a, an entire dynamic model. You don't got to worry about, did they change the formula in column you know, A, B or whatever, right? Because it's spilling all the way across. So there's just some really nice benefits from auditing and other standpoints and the number of functions you have to check, the number of functions you have to use. It's just getting to the point where we have everything we need to really build it that way. There's still some really tricky parts to doing it all dynamic. So what was the case about, Tess, in the, in the finals? Can you tell our audience a little bit about the case? Yeah. So the theme of the case was take me out to the ball game. And there were three different sections. Each had a easy, medium, and hard level. I believe the first one that Spencer was working on was strike zones and different batters. And then Ashley, I'm not 100% sure she's not here, but um, it was more like physics, ball speed, pitching, stuff like that. Yes, I remember some of that, seeing some physics stuff as students were working on it. And then I did outs and strikeouts and first base, second base, all of those different things, calculating where we got different innings and how many points teams have scored and putting that all together. The first round or the first level, sorry, was really quick, went through it in a couple minutes. And then the second one completely stumped me. I talked to some of the other teams, same exact experience. I think I just stared at it for a couple minutes. No idea what to do, but... Again, it worked out in my favor still, so no complaints. You're not alone with having that experience. I'll tell both of you. So the first time I ever did it, they streamed it live on YouTube. I've never even practiced a case. I won't go into all the details about how it happened, but they invited me to do it. And I got on there and, you know, the case, I don't know, was out of a thousand points or whatever. And I got a bonus question answered really quick. So I was in second place for about a minute. Then I went to fourth place and there were only four people. And stayed there the next 30 minutes and watched everybody like triple, quadruple by score. You know, I was like 70 and I think the rest of them were 400 and above. So I can relate to getting stumped. I got stumped on the very easy. I just totally froze up. So I appreciate anyone that competes. I did a little better last week in Vegas, but you know, so I can totally relate to that one. So next question I want to ask you here is if somebody is going to school for financial modeling or wants to do financial modeling, why do you think competing in a contest like this would be good for them? I mean, what would be your advice if they're kind of like, should I do it? I don't know. That seems like a nerd thing, right? Or It definitely is, but I would encourage anyone to do it. But why should they do it, Tess? I think it makes it fun. Learning Excel as it is, data analysis, all of that, it can be a little bit tedious, but putting yourself in competitive atmosphere, doing, I guess, kind of games, esports, it makes it a lot more fun and just encourages you to learn different functions that you may never use before. And then after the competitions, I always find myself like in my classes being like, oh, I can make this so much faster because I know all these different functions and know all the shortcuts. And so I would encourage absolutely anyone. I've talked a few of my friends into trying out for it. I think they did some of the preliminary rounds and they were definitely stumped, but learned a lot from it. So absolutely would encourage anyone to do it. And how about you, Spencer? I would definitely echo sort of the same thing Tess said. 
don't tell Professor Brown, but he teaches a sort of prerequisite for all finance students that's like somewhat basic uh, financial modeling. And through doing the esports and things like that, I don't think I spent more than, you know, 10 minutes on any of the assignments uh, <laughs> in that entire class. So it's definitely a way to, you know, if you like problem solving like me, it's definitely a way to build those super functional Excel skills, keyboard shortcuts, critical thinking in an Excel setting, all while having a good time. I love that last part of well, having a good time because we all want to have fun while we learn. Those are the best learning experiences. So I just have two more questions for you guys and then I'll let you go. I know you probably want to enjoy your holiday break as you finished up finals and you know have, have some fun over the holidays. So first question I'm going to ask, and we'll start with you on this one, Spencer. What's your favorite feature or function in Excel? I think XLOOKUP is the you know very common answer, very and for good reason. But one thing that I sort of was working a lot on in preparation of the event, closely with uh, Parthena, who we mentioned earlier, was mm-hmm. building out data tables that could automatically update and you know just sort of really consolidate the um, data analysis process and make solving those cases a lot easier. I think it's a super cool, I I don't want to call it a trick, but uh, approach to these problems. So I would definitely say, and I don't even know if it's really the right name for it, but like data tabling uh, those different, you know, case questions. Yeah, I saw a lot of people using data tables. I haven't used them much. I'm familiar with them, but Tess, what's yours? I think the function that I use the most is the if function or nested ifs, because back in high school, I used to do a lot of coding and it reminds me of all the loops and things like that. And it's a way to apply that within Excel and really be able to analyze a lot of data at once and how different things affect each other. So used it a ton in the finals and in the preliminary rounds, definitely would say it's my favorite. And so I'm curious, what kind of coding did you do in high school? Python and MATLAB. I used to be planning to study engineering, so I was preparing for that, but it ended up helping me in this instead, which is kind of a blessing in disguise. Well, you know, next year you'll be able to use Python in Excel. Really? Is that under BBA? No. uh, So what they've added, it's in beta right now. It will be coming out right in the function window. You could type equals PY, and that means open up Python. It has, I think, 11 library, some functions, they worked with the company. And so there's a lot of Panda and others in there, particularly around a little bit of cleaning data, but most of it's around analyzing and visualizing data is most of what they've brought in. And so that will be available here. And I don't know exactly when, but probably in the next few months, it's in the beta test environment. That's really cool. I'll definitely have to check that out when it comes out. So that might be a a fun way for you to kind of stand out in the competition is using some Python in certain situations. Definitely. We were talking a lot about that in Vegas, how that would change the competition when you have somebody that's really good in Python, you know, throwing that in there. Mm -hmm. We could have some new players coming in with that. So I would agree. So as we wrap up here, going to ask a question one, just what's a hobby you have outside of school, outside of Excel that you like to do? And so Tess? I like to go hiking. We're here in Tucson, Arizona, and I think there's an absolute massive amount of different options. There's the mountains, there's different hiking trails, the Saguaro National Forest, which is really cool. So it's definitely a good way to get away from campus, kind of shut my mind off and definitely get away from the computer. Yeah, no, hiking's a great one. I love hiking. I'm in Salt Lake City, so I know what you mean by the mountains. And I went to school in Arizona. 
not U of A. I did go to ASU, so don't hate me. But I went there for grad school. I know you're both giving me that look. (laughs) And how about yourself, Spencer? I would say uh, two main things. I really enjoy reading classics and I also really enjoy playing chess. You know, there is lots of great uh, nature and hiking around here, but I guess I just stay inside and read, play against myself on the chessboard. So as long as you enjoy it, that's what matters. But I will encourage you get out and go on a hike. I bet Tess would take you on one. Oh, yeah. So there you go. You know, go do a good hike. I love to get out and and hike myself, but I also enjoy reading. So thank you both for joining me. And again, congratulations on winning the team event. I know that's quite an accomplishment. I know, I think there was a small, you know, prize that came with that. I know you got some trophies and things. So good luck with uh, finding those internships and the right job and finishing school. And thanks for carving out a few minutes for me. Of course. Thank you so much for having us. All right, so I'm here live with Cameron as the uh, individual events going on. So uh, Cameron, I know you competed in the team competition. How's the experience been? I've enjoyed every moment of it from uh, training during Thanksgiving break to uh, being here today. Cool, and so you're, uh, what university are you from? Yes, I'm from University of Florida. I'm a third year, I'm an economics major, minor in business administration. Cool, and so how did the how did the competition go for you guys? How did, how did you feel you did as a team? As a team, we collectively pulled together our weight on each of the main cases. Within this finalist rounds, it was just broken down to each of us tackling different problems, solving. I loved every moment. Good. And what, what was the problem? What was the case you were working on? We were talking about baseball and specifically if a batter was going on the left side or right side. And then one of the things I was figuring out was the percentage of where the ball would land based off of an extended formula. Okay. So what kind of, for, what kind of formulas did you use? What was your... So I worked with equals mid and I was extracting different... Uh, like B4 or C10, I was taking those numbers and they were all scattered together. I was separating all of them individually and then I was referencing them where they fell in this array to then give me a value. And then I took those final values in a long equation and then got the answer. Cool. Yeah, no, I know you're talking about with the arrays and trying to separate it and get it all to come back together. And at the end, you're like, I hope I got that answer right. Exactly. So totally understand. Well, that's cool. So tell me, what do you hope to do when you're done with school? I hope to go into investment banking. I have an internship lined up doing M&A. But after that, I hope to go get an MBA. And uh, that's looking out five years from now. Sure. And what is it you love about Excel? Why, why are you such a big Excel fan? Excel is a, a platform where you can solve nearly any financial modeling, any type of modeling question. With all the new updates from Lambda and then pulling Python, it's an amazing base to visually represent charts and numbers. Yep. No, I agree. I love the Python. I love that uh, they just came out with the group buy and the pivot buy and beta. And it's amazing how quick it's moving now. I can't keep up anymore. So I get it. So what's your favorite function or feature? Favorite thing about Excel if you had to pick one? Absolutely. Besides the X lookups that are really common, I love the Lambda. I've really gotten into it and figuring out all the processes that I can connect from GitHub downloading different files from others that have released and tested their own formulas to implementing that into DCFs and LVO models. Cool. So yeah, you know, a lot of DCF and LFOs. Anything you've learned, any kind of 
tips have you started to build those models that you can offer to others? I would say continue to practice. Uh, our team made a lot of mistakes and do it together. I know ChatGPT came in handy while just beginning to train. Uh, one of the things that we did with ChatGPT was we asked it to pull from the entire internet every Excel possibility of resources out there. And so we created a huge group doc and that helped us. That's really, that's a cool, yeah, no, it's amazing what you can do with ChatGPT now. And so gonna totally change subjects on you. What's a hobby or passion you have outside of school, outside of Excel that you like to do? Absolutely, I just got certified in scuba diving. And uh, last week I, re I led a team of nine divers in cave diving. And uh, I love that. So I'm from University of Florida, so yep. the coast is right there. Yeah, no, great. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And you enjoy the rest of your time, Cameron. Thank you for having me on. All right, thanks. I have here with me uh, Daniel, who competed today in the Microsoft Excel Collegiate Challenge. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you. So tell me, how, how has your experience been so far? What's it been like for you? So far, it's been very good. They've fed us well. But that aside, the challenge actually wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. The preparatory assignments were much more challenging. The actual two challenges themselves, right now I'm taking Information Systems Management at NAU, Northern Arizona University. Mm -hmm. And the Excel assignments are actually pretty similar to what I've been learning in class. So it actually wasn't too bad. I feel I've had more time probably, could have been able to do it more. But this is my first time doing it. So now I kind of know how it, go how it all goes down. You think you'll do it again next year? I think so, if I'm given the opportunity. Cool. So what was probably the most challenging part of all of it? Was there any part that was kind of really hard? Was it the, just the limited time or what was the biggest challenge for you? I think it's just all at once you're given all the information. I think kind of just sifting through the information, seeing what actually needs to be done. Because there's a lot, kind of a lot to read. So kind of just narrowing that down and not overcomplicating it. Because some of the stuff wasn't actually that hard. It was just a lot of, it's easy to overcomplicate it. Were there any uh, complex formulas you used during it or anything? Off the top of my head, I split up with my teammates. So the ones I did was usually more just some functions and count functions. So there wasn't sure. anything. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward. So yeah, so I, I think that was good too. Was I did it with a team. So my teammates nice. were, were split it up. So here's a question we like to ask people. What's your favorite thing about Excel? What do you like about Excel? Do you have a favorite formula or function or feature? I think with Excel, I don't have like a specific favorite thing. I think with just me, what, just in general, what I like about Excel is that, you know, if I want to calculate or sum something up, create a, like a formula for future use, like I can use Excel. Um, it saves me that time. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not wasting my time each time trying to like calculate something that Excel could do. Perfect. And what do you like to do outside of Excel in school? What's kind of, do you have any kind of passions or hobbies, things you like to do? I have four birds. Cool. What so, kind of birds? Two parakeets and two cockatiels. I love my birds and I love, uh, I like walking around outside of like hiking, so. You're in a great place for that. Northern Arizona, Flagstaff, you got a lot of great hiking up there. Definitely, so yeah, so I think that helped me realize that, but I like to spoil my birds too much. Cool, well, thank you for carving out a few minutes for us. I appreciate it, Daniel, and congratulations on doing the competition. That's a big step just to come and compete. So I'm glad you've had a good experience. I hope you enjoy watching the finals. Thank you very much. Well, I have here with me Carson and Akela. Thank you for joining me. Yeah. Why don't we start with just tell me uh, just who you are and why you're here. 
Okay, I'm Carson Guyverson. I'm a freshman here at the University of Arizona. I plan to double major in finance and MIS. Right now, I'm just pre-business. Lucky enough to be pretty involved here on campus with some uh, clubs, with Financial Modeling Club, which we have here, which is a fantastic club that teaches uh, undergrad students uh, how to properly model in Excel uh, one hour a week. And uh, we're both part of Wall Street Scholars, where uh, we plan to pursue our ambitions in, uh, in high finance. So it's just a great thing we're involved in. Yeah, and I'm Michaela Pappas. I'm currently a finance major with a minor in Spanish. Like he said, pretty involved on campus, Investments Club, Financial Modeling Club, how he explained, as well as Wall Street Scholars, which is a professional development program to help students land internships on Wall Street. And I'm currently very passionate about investment banking. And what is it about investment banking that you're passionate about? Yeah, there's actually a lot of things to begin with the unmatched mentorship. You know, I've received mentorship already, and I know that I will continue to receive it. I'm very grateful for that. I love being on a team full of like-minded and driven individuals as myself. <laughs> and I also truly like the steep learning curve. I truly value continuous learning, and I think that that's something that is very important in investment banking. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's definitely important to learn. I didn't go the investment banking route. I went corporate finance. Sure. Actually, I, undergrad, I did... Uh, general business, did procurement for four years, went back to grad school, did an MBA, mm -hmm. and then worked in uh, financial planning analysis at oh, PNA. Sure. And so for me, modeling was not something I ever learned in school, how really how to model. It took me a long time to figure out how to design. So I'm so glad they have a modeling class because one of the yeah. biggest problems with modeling, a guy by the name of Inch Noor, he runs the Financial Modeling Institute, who said, the number one problem far and away is design. Like it almost always comes back to poor design when there's a problem with the model. Sure. And some of the best advice have been given. So it took me a long time to realize that. I built some, what I call, you know, some Frankensteins, some Franken models. So I can, <laughs> I, I'm really glad they're teaching you that. So Carson, you're, you want to go to Wall Street as well? Is yes. That kind of investment banking? Is that what As of now, do? yeah. I'm only. I, I get you're only a freshman. You got a while yeah, to figure sure. it out. I can change three or four <laughs> totally, <minutes>. Sure. <laughs> So what brought you to the competition and why don't we start with McKay? What brought you here today? Yeah, definitely. So I'm actually in David Brown's Finance 399 class, mm -hmm. which focuses on those models. Um, and he always brings a very unique approach to solving some of those questions. And I'm still at a very beginner level, definitely not equipped to perform <laughs> at this level. Um, but I definitely want to volunteer, help out and support my peers and just meet new people. So. That's Great, I love it. it. And now about, how about yourself, Carson? Yeah, so just to add on, I, all what she said is totally true. I'm not actually in David Brown's class yet. I'm taking it this coming spring. Sure. So I'm really, really excited to learn from him as like so skilled as he is. Um, but I mainly, I just wanted to come support some of the team members at University of Arizona. They're really fantastic people, really hardworking, and they happen to be in our Wall Street program and they mentor us and really help us out. So it's more like giving back a lot of it just to come say hi, help out and, uh, and, and learn and meet some really, really fantastic minds. I love that. That's great. So just have a, two more questions here for you. And we'll start with you, Carson. Do you have a favorite formula or feature about Excel? What's your favorite thing in Excel? I would say my favorite feature in Excel, um, I don't know. I think it's so basic. I just love the way sheets work in Excel and that I can have a workbook with multiple sheets and just a playground, a sandbox for all my ideas, all in one area, but still have it be organized as much as I can. Like being new to Excel, sometimes I think it's kind of like jumbled and there's so much going on at once, <laughs> but they, yes. they give you the tools to organize and make things as streamlined as you possibly can get them. And I love that capability. Great. It's going to be a very basic answer, but XLOOKUP. It's just so versatile. You can nest functions with it. It's pretty, I'm pretty beginner, so it's one that I use a lot. <laughs> I'm glad you said XLOOKUP. So, you know, as somebody who started with VLOOKUP, 
then index match, then X lookup. Mm -hmm. When I interview people, especially people who have been in their career a long time, many will say VLOOKUP. Sure. And I always think, I should switch to X. I mean, VLOOKUP's good, and you can use any of the three. It doesn't matter. But I, I've always enjoyed X lookup because it solves some of the challenges of the earlier versions in my mind. So mm -hmm. I appreciate that answer. Last question. What's something you're passionate about or you enjoy doing outside of school? Okay, I can go first on this one, I guess. Uh, I do uh, a lot of freshwater fishing back awesome. home. So in Oregon, there's like a lot of, I'm sure, you know, Pacific Northwest is known for a lot of beautiful yes. lakes, ponds, rivers, mm -hmm. anything that you can find. It's probably gonna have some beautiful trout or bass in it. Mm -hmm. And I love spending time just hiking up, going to find a spot on my own. I like prefer to do it alone and, uh, and go out and enjoy it. I love the hike. I never became a big fisherman, but I did get to do some when I was in Alaska. My brother-in-law used to live in Alaska. Oh, that's, that's in, the uh, If you know where Craig, Alaska is, outside Ketchikan on Prince oh, okay. of Wells Island. So it's similar weather to Seattle. Oh, they get like 90 inches of rain a year. Wow. <laughs> they don't get almost any snow. Sure. So, you know, very, that's similar to where very much from. like the Northwest. They, before that, I lived in Nome, which is the complete opposite, mm. but that's another story. And how about yourself? This will be kind of a long-winded answer just because it's kind of broad, but I just love being in nature, hiking, travel. I love meeting people from new cultures. I actually studied abroad in Costa Rica this past summer and we'll be returning this winter break. So excited to be by the beach and with the animals. So Well, that will be fun. Well, thank you both for carving out a few minutes. I appreciate you doing this. So thanks, Carson. Thank you. Thank thanks you so much for having us. All righty, well, I have here with me the team from Utah Valley. Go Utah, right? Ooh. So why don't we start with having each of you Introduce yourself. So you are? I'm Mo Dotson. Mo Dotson. I'm Zach Merrill. Zach Merrill. I'm Christian Lair. Christian Lair? Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. And I know all three of you competed in the team competition. So why don't we start, maybe Christian, you tell me a little bit, what was the experience like for you competing today? It was pretty challenging. There were quite a few times where I look at a problem, I, oh, I read the question and I felt kind of overwhelming, like, how would I do this? But as I spoke with the team, I was able to actually figure it out. And I felt pretty satisfying actually pulling these answers and being able to solve these really difficult qu questions. Cool. How about yourself, Mo? What was it like for you? Uh -huh. It was really fun. Um, I know I um, they go to most of the training sessions. I missed a few. So I'm like, they're, I feel like they know more of the um, functions than I do. <laughs> but I feel like if you can understand the logic behind the question, you can actually kind of like pick through it and mm -hmm. still solve it without using the equations, which is really fun. And I've gotten, I've gotten pretty good at that. So. Yeah, a lot of it is definitely logic. If you know your way around Excel, you know logic, you don't always necessarily have to know the financial formula. You can often find other ways to, to solve things. That's a good point. How about yourself? Yeah, similar. Um, it was fun being able to like take a problem, we kind of split it up I mean, to think of how to do it. But then sometimes you just like hit a wall, you know, you hit a block. <laughs> and so it was nice just being right next to each other, be like, Christian, how do I do this? And we were able to just help each other out. So yeah, for me, the favorite, my favorite part was just the collaboration, just interacting. I would have liked to have that the one time I competed. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, I stayed at the nice. bottom of the leaders board, just pretty much bombed it. So yeah. Yeah, I did really good. <laughs> I did come in fourth. Unfortunately, there were only four. <laughs> So. Hey, yeah. no one to know. Yeah, well, they do now. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so next question for you is how do you think this will help you guys in your career? Like just, you know, doing the Excel and learning it. For one, it's an amazing resume builder. For starters, I get to 
come out here and meet all these people and get mm-hmm. to work with my team, and which are also my friends. I get to make friends that are maybe doing the similar thing that I'm doing in, in college. And I get to um, make a bunch of good connections and learn a lot about Excel and just learn how to collaborate with people. Yeah, I wish I had had something like this when I was in college. It would have been great. Yeah, I yeah. Felt barely touched Excel in college. It wasn't really till after grad school that I started to really learn Excel. Mm-hmm. So. How about yourself? Yeah, for me, the biggest pull for it was kind of enhancing my like financial and numbers thinking because I'm a finance major. And so getting into like, I want to get into investing in venture capital, that kind of. Mm-hmm. And so this was something that I was like, oh, this would be very valuable for me in the future. Like just being able to work with numbers, understand the logic behind it, kind of like you mentioned, I think is so important. So it's going to be very helpful in the future. Yeah, definitely. If you're looking to do investment, venture, venture capital, any of those type of things, you'll spend a lot of time in Excel for sure. Yeah. For me, uh, one thing, my previous CFO, he was a wizard at Excel, that's what I'd say. <laughs> he could literally just solve everything and have every just all the functions just connect together. And I wanted to be able to have that kind of uh, skill set, especially since I saw how valuable and how much time it saved on a lot of mundane tasks. And so being part of this competition really helps me to develop those skills necessary and enhance it, I feel like. So that way, I'm not quite a wizard yet, but I'm Sorcerer's <laughs> Apprentice, yeah, right? <laughs> no, that, that's, uh, that's great. I can see what you're saying. When you see somebody that can just master Excel and you watch things they do, it's always like, oh, wow, you can do all that in Excel. Mm-hmm. And it really is amazing when you go into work, how much it can help you automate things. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I learned late Power Query. And I remember when I first learned it, it saved me just so much time. I became the data guy who could run all the reporting and give people what they wanted and, you know, automate it and streamline it. And it was amazing how much of a difference it made. So I really encourage you to keep that going. It's a great skill to have. So two more questions here. First one is, we're going to ask you something you're interested in outside of school, outside of Excel, like a hobby or passion. We'll start with you on this one. Thank you. Uh, I love art. So painting, going to art galleries, anything within like the arts realm, I just, I really admire. Cool. Yeah. I'm kind of a giga nerd, so I play Magic the Gathering. There we <laughs> go. Hobby, so. How about yourself? Um, lately, I've been really into culture and um, learning about other cultures and languages. So, cool. Fun. All right. And then, if you get the opportunity, would you guys do this again? Oh, yes. yes. Hands down. We will be <laughs> back super next fun. year. I graduate, yeah. so I can't go. <laughs> You're like, I want to, but I can't. Well, you know, you can go compete in the other, the financial modeling World Cup. The World mm-hmm. Cup. There you go. Yes. And you want to fund, you. you guys will get a laugh out of this. So, dear me and early, the guy they refer to as LeBron James of modeling. <laughs> So David Brown was telling me about the college one. And Durbin goes, so you only have to be enrolled in college. So you're telling me I could enroll in a junior college and compete. And David's like, technically, yes, but please don't. <laughs> like, that would be right. fair to all the other. He's a two-time world champion, right? He was, just, he was kind of teasing him. So I think you laugh out of that. Last one is favorite function or feature in Excel. We'll start with you on this one. Yep. Oh, um, I like count ifs. Count ifs. That's a good one. I, I like the one he's, he likes, but I'm going to choose a different one. I said this one earlier. I just like the sum function. It's simple. I use it probably the most frequently. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I really just like XLOOKUPs. They're really helpple and satisfying. I do like a good XLOOKUP. Well, thank you for joining me and great job on coming in fourth. You guys did really well. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. 
What a great opportunity it was to listen to all those people who took the time to invest in themselves and improve their Excel and their modeling skills. I love listening to the students, their passion, you know, so young and just getting ready to tackle the world and sharing what they want to do, what they love about Excel, why they competed, how it helped them become better at Microsoft Excel. So just as a reminder, Financial Modelers Corner is brought to you by FMI. If you're interested in taking the certification, you can always use the podcast code to get 15% off. You know, also, we're getting ready for the Financial Modeling World Cup to get underway. They're going to be going through uh, you know, their season this year for 2024. You can always sign up for that. I hope to compete in some of their events as well. Thank you so much for uh, joining me for this episode. And I hope if you like Financial Modelers Corner, you'd be willing to give it a rating and a review on the platform of choice that you listen to, Apple or Spotify. That really helps us grow the show. And as always, please reach out if you have any uh, comments, questions, guests, anything you'd like to share or would like me to bring up on a future episode. Thanks. Financial Modelers Corner was brought to you by Financial Modeling Institute. Visit FMI at www.fminstitute.com backslash podcast and use code podcast to save 15% when you enroll in one of their accreditations today.